Hello, I am um, here with Bucks One goalkeeper for Cardiff Man, Alice Croker. Uh, how are we? Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Today yeah. we're um, discussing a, a serious topic. It's quite a broad topic as well, um, can be quite sensitive. It's uh, mental health in sport. Um, so first, I'm just going to talk about, ask you a question about your experience as mental health. So how has mental health playing football for these years affected you? Yeah, so I would like to say I've experienced definitely different points in my footballing career. The football is a very fame or shame sport, like you can have your ups, you can have your downs and being um, a youth footballer, it definitely comes with that. So a bit about myself, I've um, been playing football since a young age, managed to uh, progressively get a bit better and start playing at a county level and then from 16 to 18 went to SGS College where I was playing sort of academy sides and that sort of high level football. Um, sort of an academy programme, training five times a week and all that. Mm. And I'd say during this time, um, I would say like, you know, I experienced a bit of um, depression during the training, a bit of anxiety, and it all does fall down to it. It's nothing to do sometimes with um, your performances or anything, but it can just come down to the pressure of the sport. Like, especially with my position as well, as I'm a goalkeeper, it's a very like uh, zero to hero sort of position. You're either everyone's favourite at one point or like you make one mistake and that's costing a goal. So you think how this affects you mentally, um, that sort of impact in your head going into a game, thinking, oh, one mistake and that's it. It's adding a lot of pressure. So I feel myself personally, like I know I've had, definitely had a, my ups in football of winning competitions, winning cups, um, winning leagues. But when them dark times do come, they can really affect you. And I feel if you're not willing to open up to your coaches or your different players about it, just saying you're struggling a bit, it just builds up and builds up until it becomes a bit more serious. You you mentioned playing from a, from quite a young age, playing at a high level, around the age of 16, 17, you know, you're getting quite a good level. Do you think enough is being done at that level for young players such as yourself to kind of combat mental health and us being into like, a lot of people struggle and enough being done to kind of, help you deal with it or do you think more needs to be done? I personally feel it's getting better. It's definitely getting better. You see support programmes in place, but I still feel more needs to be done personally through like different support, like making it more of a open topic to talk about. Like if you are struggling, it's seen as okay to, you know, go and speak to your coach or if you had like a psychologist in your football team, you could go and speak to just someone there in place is such a big impact. Um, I felt for me personally. So when I was at SJS College, I'd gone very well with my goalkeeper coach, uh, James Cope. And I felt like even in training sessions, like before and after, I was able to open up to him. Like, even if it's just the smallest thing of how my lessons were in the day, the, mm. doing my coursework, to whether I'm not having a good training session and, you know, I'm like not training the best. And I can feel I can talk to him just saying, no, nah, it's just not working today. Just having that sort of one person or maybe a couple people in place that you can open up to for me personally, helped a lot in my career. And I personally don't feel that all footballers have had that luxury. So I've personally experienced some footballers I've played with myself at SGS. Um, you know, that training five times a week, training in the mornings, getting up five, six o'clock to go training. Um, there was all very quiet. You could tell in training, there wasn't like the loud one. And then all of a sudden you'd hear, oh, I've dropped out of the football academy. And you ask them why, and I was like, I just don't enjoy it. And you think most of us lads for football, it's our like enjoyment, it's our like getaway. And to hear people not enjoying it, it's almost, it's sad to hear. So I feel just having that bit of support, one or two people that you can talk to, just even if it's not about football, just how you're feeling personally, without even realising, can affect your performance. Do you think, do you think that level of coming, because you mentioned about, Obviously, you're at SGS, you're training most days of the week. Do you think that level of commitment, that level of training, 
affects it as well. Like the ha happens to be there early mornings, happens to do it every day. Do you think that kind of like mess up things such as your social life, your family life, everything? Do you think it's that's a factor play? Yeah, I definitely do. So obviously, like I said, at the age of sixteen to eighteen, you know, you spend a lot of time with your friends, socialising, and if you're sort of having to cut that aside just for your football training and your almost recovery. It does affect your sort of like outside life as well. I've personally felt when we have pre-season in the summer, obviously it's the summertime, um, like school's off for that sort of age group. Um, I wasn't, you know, feeling myself socialising with my friends, um, going out and just seeing them as much, just because I'd be training and then as soon as I'm home, I'm too tired. And it's almost not to do with the sort of like, I don't want to, but I'm just so exhausted. And I felt personally in that time when pre-season's very intense, if I could have maybe, you know, had like a day off to just spend time with my mates or like plan my week a little bit better where I spend time with mates, even if it's just to go um, to, for a walk with them and just have a chat about how football's going. I feel like personally for myself that would have helped massively and not just training non-stop all I'm thinking about is football. Uh, it almost builds up too much and you feel like you have no getaway. I agree, I, I definitely agree. Um, going back more to the performance side of things, so obviously we played together at a younger age yeah. um, and I definitely noticed with, with you especially, um, some of the performances dropped depending on what the, what was happening in his personal life. Um, uh, no, how do you think performances are affected when you're going through stuff like anxiety, stuff like depression? I definitely do feel it impacts it. And it's not always to just do with the sport. It could be like your outside life as well. I mean, myself personally, it was to do with sport related, but... Um, while I was at SGS College um, during my second year, I went back to my home club, Caution, which we both played together at, and I went there to just sort of enjoy my football again, and I did. So while almost not playing as at a high level, once I went back to enjoy my football, I started playing better. So instead of you know training five times a week um, and then playing on the weekend at a high level, it would always be it would get to the point of the Saturday, and I would not be wanting to play just because I'd feel. If I play, I'm going to make a mistake. And if you go with that sort of mentality into games, you're never going to get anywhere. So that's when your sort of anxiety is kicking in. If you think, you know, you're warming up and all you're thinking about in the game is like, oh, what happens if I don't catch this ball correctly? What happens if I kick um, to, to the channel, it goes out for a throw-in? All these sort of thoughts just begin to build up in your head and you warm up. And it's really unhealthy. It's an un unhealthy way to play football. So I feel if you can have, like I mentioned previously, that person in place, you can say, right, I feel like I'm overthinking stuff before the game. And just having someone else to reassure you, just saying, just play your game. You know you're good enough. It really helps you just channel again and go back to playing your best performances. Yeah. Um, it's more of a poor personal note. Um, obviously, you're playing basketball. You're playing, you're involved in Cardiff Matt. You're high up within the keepers. At this point in your career, do you think it's more important for you to be playing at a high level, to be putting pressure on yourself, to be pushing the first team, um, or do you think it's more about enjoyment for you now? Um, I would definitely say it's a bit of both involved. So obviously, no matter what, I always want to enjoy my football, but I personally feel I enjoy my football best when I'm being challenged, and I feel that's a healthy way, like a competitive way to play football nowadays. Um, I've experienced uh, this year, literally going from playing um, in the quarterfinals of the Bucks uh, Championship against Loughborough, uh, where I came on at halftime making my debut, to one of the highest levels I think I've ever played in football, to in the same year playing uh, in the 15 year, which again, still really enjoyed, but not obviously as a high level. So I feel if you can get that balance right in football, your performance will just skyrocket high. Um, I do feel, yeah, I still want to push forward that sort of like Bucks one position, you know, get high up, but... 
I do feel now from my previous experiences, once it starts getting to the point of I'm not enjoying my football, almost just taking a back seat, maybe taking a week off football, just, you know, putting your mental health first and going back really does help. Just as soon as you feel it's getting too much, if you can open up to, you know, your best mate, your mum, your dad, just have a little chat saying, oh, I'm not feeling training's going right at the moment, just not really enjoying it and have a little bit of time off and go back. Honestly, you go back a different player. I do agree. It is all about talking to people. It's all about not bottling things up, um, especially at that level. If we're talking more like a broader spectrum now, we're talking about the world of football. Premier League footballers obviously suffer abuse every single day. What do you think needs to be done? We, I mean, we saw it with what? Rashford, uh, Sancho, uh, yeah, Saka, yeah, all the Euros. Euros. What do you think needs to be done for things like abuse, online abuse, uh, abuse in the street that we get in at one point? What do you think needs to be done to come out the, the broader spectrum of mental health? Because obviously they're, they're going to struggle with that. I do feel nowadays we live in the world where social media does play a factor into like uh, the high levels of mental health um, gets affected. So obviously we saw in the years, like you mentioned, with Rashford, Sancho and Saka all getting racially abused. I do feel like it's one um, it just needs to be normalised that this is wrong. Whilst I feel in our sort of the, today's society, this sort of racial behaviour or like this discriminating performances is seen is seen as okay so whether it's to do with the actual social media platforms such as instagram and twitter putting bans on these sort of comments um can honestly go a long way not just for football but for the actual individuals themselves because i mean if we sort of look over the last year's performance of rashford he went from in the euros being one of our best players to he hasn't really played much for man united and could you look at maybe is this to do with mental health of obviously during suffering this racial abuse uh, in the summer has he come back and thought oh, I'm not as good anymore because he's getting us hate you know it does make people double think things as soon as you as, again going back to like myself personally as soon as you start hearing like oh you're getting dropped or oh you're not playing well it does play on your mind so if you think if you're getting this at like a high level with thousands of people telling it to yourselves you're going to be in your head like double thinking thinking oh am I good enough anymore and it does affect your performance yeah I totally agree I think a lot more needs to be done um, in the world of football but um, anyway it's been an absolute pleasure thanks for talking to us thank you very much and uh, thanks for listening cheers thank you